Um, hi, I am Stella. Welcome to LX2 Codependency Coaching. We are recording the podcast live on Instagram at Luna underscore X2 underscore LLC. And uh, I have shared with my Instagram followers that I am officially wearing pants. It is pants season in New Mexico um, because the high today was like 65, uh, but it was very cold this morning on my run, which I enjoyed. Um, and I was reflecting on the things that I wanted to say today. Um, so <clears throat> I had made a post on TikTok about the gift of goodbye and being grateful for goodbyes. Um, I have been writing recently, uh, starting my second book, <laughs> which is like a weird thing to say, but it's true. I knew that when I had started the codependency book, I wanted to write a book on detachment and, um, and you know, the whole time I was I was keeping detachment in mind. And so it just, for those of you who are new followers or newly listening, um, I sold all my stuff, including my very precious truck to go on my trip. Uh, and I had several garage sales and, um, I closed my practice. I said goodbye to all of my clients. I said goodbye to my friends. I said goodbye to my family. Uh, I said a lot of goodbyes and, um, that was like, it was something that I have gotten very comfortable with. Uh, I, my dad died when I was 16. So goodbye and detachment has been part of my experience for a long time. Um, and I had started to practice this idea of going through all of my things and detaching from old versions of myself. That said, um, I, I had saved... <laughs> like a weird sentimental hoarder. Um, I had saved like every, um, you know, report card, both my own and my daughter's. I had saved, um, I had saved your teeth like a fucking psycho. <laughs> uh, you know, cause as it, you might want to cover your children's ears if they're listening, but as the tooth fairy comes and you know, all the things I just, I saved them. I saved the first clipping of her first haircut. I saved, uh, you know, every assignment for the most part that she brought home, every project. Um, I saved pictures from forever when we used to print pictures out and had to use actual film. Like I saved a lot of things. And I remember going through, I have a footlocker that I had from like college, literally took it with me to my dorm. And there were so many sentimental pieces in there. And as I went through it, um, there was a lot of uh, processing, right? Um, I got rid of a lot of art. I got rid of uh, everything. Like I had a really well-appointed kitchen. I got rid of all of my gadgets and different things. And in doing that, it was very challenging to reflect on all the different versions of me uh, before now. And in, in that process, of saying goodbye to my things, um, I had to really look at those old versions of myself, which was helpful because then when I was on my journey, I was able to kind of revisit those versions of myself and look at where my codependency came from and look at the relationships that I had. And I did that with a lot of grace and forgiveness. Um, wow, the emotions are starting early. Uh, and I was able to really look at who I have been before now. So as we talk about this 
idea of goodbye and, you know, really reflecting on who we have been, it is an opportunity to look at where your old coping skills came from and where your default setting was kind of, you know, uh, built on. Um, and that is super challenging sometimes because we get really attached to and used to using those old coping skills. So back to the footlocker, I'm kind of unearthing all these things and I, I come across, you know, all of the pictures of uh, my family and high school graduation and, you know, my old car. Um, <laughs> I drove a 55 Oldsmobile. That was my first car. My dad had restored it. Um, and then, you know, he passed away before I got my driver's license. Uh, and then I drove a Mustang because, you know, Mustangs are cool or they were cool. then. <laughs> um, but I was looking at all these things and really kind of reflecting on what it was like to be able to walk away from these parts of myself. So I've talked about, I've talked about it before. When I do therapy, we talk about, you know, kind of taking everything out of the hoarder's basement of our lives and kind of looking at what needs to be, what can be recycled, what can we still use as healthy coping, uh, what needs to be thrown away <laughs> and, you know, what we are going to let go of and as we heal and grow and evolve, like there's a lot that we let go of, but there are some things that we keep um, and some things like, you know, I've talked about reaction versus responding as old coping skills. Like those are things that we hold on to and kind of use in, in moments when we're triggered. And, you know, that's kind of just what happens. So I am going through this footlocker. And I come across uh, old journals and I come across, I had uh, did like a picture book with photographs uh, from middle school. And, you know, it, it really did bring up a lot of the, the things that I was going through that had kind of created some of my codependent behaviors. As I let these things go, there was a sense of freedom and I said goodbye to a lot of those old tapes of negative self-talk um, about, you know, my body, what I look like, uh, just different things. And it was helpful to be able to do that. Um, one of the things that I have, you know, kind of specialized in unintentionally is grief. And um, it, it part of that is just being, you know, part of the, the Dead Dads Club. Uh, <laughs> I have, I have a really good friend who was a, a neighbor for a long time and um, she had lost her father when she was young and then she lost her boyfriend when she was in high school. Um, shortly after my dad died, about a year later, I, I lost a boyfriend. Uh, he passed away. And uh, so having that relationship with grief has made me very familiar with goodbye. And, um, you know, again, it's, it's an unintentional consequence of just life. And uh, one of the things that I know to be true is that Grief is the receipt. Uh, Glennon Melton Doyle, uh, just Glennon Doyle now, uh, amazing author of um, Love Warrior and Untamed. Um, she talks about grief being the receipt for love. And you don't feel grief if you, there was no love, right? You, you can feel loss, but you don't necessarily go through the process of grief. Um, and having to say goodbye in those really traumatic ways can be very uncomfortable. Um, 
and it, it does shift and change who we are foundationally as humans. I speak about grief in that it is the one thing that completely shatters us and we have to rebuild ourselves without significant parts. And so I'm very familiar with that process. Um, and I have walked clients through that process um, for a long time and probably most of my career, which I am grateful for, which sounds interesting, but um, it is it is an opportunity to be able to sit with people in their most raw form and then to watch them rebuild themselves. And that is, it is a tremendous gift. So, um, you know, I recognize the importance of living in a detached way. I keep doing this with my hands, like holding them in the be the bowl receiving place. Um, so my girlfriend and I that came up with the be the bowl practice, philosophy, theory, whatever. Um, she lives in Canada. She lived in New Mexico for a long time and then she moved. That was a hard goodbye. Um, but we talk often about how when we are receiving, we do get an opportunity to be grateful for the, you know, the situations and things that we are presented with, even when they are devastating, even when they are so hard and we can grow from those opportunities to look at grief and goodbye as an opportunity feels counterintuitive because when we are in grief it is devastating and it doesn't ever just like go away right um you know we talk about the fact that we can get to a place of acceptance in the grief process um but that doesn't it's not like you get the stamp or the sticker that says okay well you can move on um, it comes in waves and it comes when you least expect it. And it comes in times when you're like, I thought I was fine. And then fuck, you're slammed again with another wave. And so being able to say goodbye in those little moments takes grace. It takes patience. It takes forgiveness. It takes so much of us to rebuild our lives after loss big loss, little loss, all the loss. We have lost throughout time because we attach, right? And so that idea of detachment is a helpful tool to be able to work through loss, to be able to work through sadness. Grief friends happen for sure <laughs> in straight lines, I wish. I wish grief happened in straight lines, but it is a spaghetti bowl like with anything else it's constantly evolving. And I have friends, I'm so grateful to have friends that live all over um, because I can connect with them. But those initial goodbyes have always been really hard for me. Um, and so when I left, I, I bid farewell to all of my people. And then I had to make friends with myself. Ugh. <laughs> Um, I really like me now, but that wasn't always the case. And especially when it was like 100% in my own head, uh, not helpful because I hadn't made friends with all of the parts of me just yet. Um, but as I was going through these items, um, what I also really kind of appreciated was just that kind of the cool, weird hoarder that I am and the things that I had that were sentimental to me. Um, my daughter's teeth not being one of them, I did let those go. <laughs> um, but being able to let go of those versions of myself um, 
one of the hardest ones, emotions, um, was that 20 year old me who was a mom and didn't know what the hell she was doing. And um, I really made friends with her and I gave her a lot of grace that she didn't give herself at that time. Um, and so that was, that was an interesting goodbye to be able to let go of that sadness and that um, really difficult struggle of building a life, not knowing what that looked like, um, and then raising a human being and doing all the things, water. But I do recognize that like, when we can detach, thank you, I love you too, um, when we can detach from those perceptions of who we are and that shame and that guilt, um, there's a lot of healing there. And so when you can, you know, find the gift in goodbye, really being able to look at things from the perspective of who and where we are in the moment, um, that's not always easy to do when we're in the moment, right? Like when we are saying goodbye to really challenging things, um, there's a lot of, fuck you, goodbye. <laughs> you know, we talk about the napalm and, and just like burning the bridge and doing whatever. Um, sometimes when we're coming from that place of anger, then we don't actually get to the grief part until later when that, you know, kind of explosion has calmed down. Um, but when we are in the moment of detaching from different versions of ourselves or old coping skills, uh, it, it is challenging to look at where that coping skill came from and detach from the resentment or the anger um, to find forgiveness for where we got that coping skill or where it came from. Um, I do recognize that when I came back, so I'm kind of all over the place today, but when I came back, um, I had said goodbye to all these things, right, stuff. Um, but I also say goodbye to friendships and relationships. Um, and I didn't have a place to live, which was a challenge I hadn't really thought about. <laughs> um, in, in that process, though, of recognizing, like, how, how, now with, how, how now with nothing do I come back and rebuild a life, what I had to reconnect with was those parts of myself that have been resilient that have been able to build something from nothing that did raise a whole ass human being with very little skill or ability. Um, and so when I did that, that was helpful. Um, but in that process too, is saying goodbye to the old ways of how I did things. Um, so as I've shared with you guys before, I have reinstated my license. I am a licensed professional clinical counselor in the state of New Mexico, which is not something I had planned on doing. Um, and I had said goodbye to this career um, to be able to go off and do these other things. So now in, in rebuilding my practice and rebuilding my license and rebuilding my career, um, I've added these new parts. And so in order to make room for new parts, you have to get rid of old parts. You have to let go of the things that sorry, you thought that you were going to be and do. And with that process comes grief. With that process of detachment comes a lot of adjustment and pivoting to what you're building and who you want to be today. 
Um, and that that part kept coming to me as I was processing the gift of goodbye um, through this week is in order to build new parts to ourselves, we have to completely detach and let go of old parts. And if we don't do that process, the other parts won't stick. Um, I have a lot of friends who are builders, uh, so they have construction companies and they do construction things. Um, and one of them had specialized in demolition for a long time, which I loved for her experience because she would tell me all these cool stories of like how buildings came down and all the things. Um, but we have to really think about that process, right? In order to build new parts of ourselves and to apply our new skills and use our new tools, sometimes we have to get to that place of demolition. We have to let go of and detach from those old versions of ourselves. Oftentimes people will stay in situations that are less than helpful because the idea of goodbye feels so overwhelming. When we have somebody ripped out of our lives, like we don't have a choice. We're going to have to just deal with the complete devastation and then rebuild. But when we are consciously detaching, and so I've talked about conscious breakups, when we are consciously detaching from another person, that still creates a lot of rubble. It creates a lot of, you know, extra stuff just kind of laying around. And some of it is not helpful to us. It actually impedes our growth, right? And so I think about that when we can look at the opportunity to detach and let go and say goodbye in a way that is helpful for us, that clean break, if you will, from different things. And so as I've been processing this, I think about like old jobs that I've had, old friendships that I've had, old houses that I lived in, um, and how if, if there is a clean break, there is a more a better opportunity for healing. There is a better opportunity for growth. But in those really difficult, messy breaks, sometimes you have to re-break it in order for it to heal and mend correctly. And it's amazing what our bodies can do. Um, in December of 2021, 2020, I broke these three fingers. Um, and <laughs> I have a scar right here where there was like, stitches and all the things. Um, and it's still kind of a challenge. I was, I was trying to open a jar last night and this hand is not strong, as strong as it used to be. Um, and so when we don't heal properly, the devastation continues to kind of ah, like uh, it, 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 it appears in ways that we are not quite ready for. And when we have a sudden break or a sudden goodbye, that healing takes a little bit longer and it'll take as long as it takes. Um, but when we can have a, a, an appropriate goodbye, like a, a farewell that is a conscious choice, it is an opportunity for better healing. Um, and so, like I said, I was thinking about jobs. I was thinking about detaching from my stuff. I was thinking about um, <clears throat> breakups and moves and all the different things. Um, because those goodbyes have grown this version of me. And I really like this version of me. I really like where I am today in all the ways because I have been able to let go of those older parts of me. Now, I don't ascribe to the idea of like killing that old part of you. Um, I actually ascribe to the idea of loving her, <laughs> all of the hers, uh, because it, it is more helpful to let go of things with grace. And kind of like we talked about last time in, in recontextualizing the narrative of who we have been, and especially when, when we're dealing with the asshole in our head, it is really helpful 
to make friends with old, old versions of yourself so that she's not so angry, you know, she's not so, uh, bullying, um, or negative. It is important to embrace a goodbye and recognize that is part of our journey. And again, from that place of detachment, finding the gratitude in, you know, being able to move forward. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day and, uh, he has a toddler, uh, which is crazy to think about. Um, but we attach so much to this idea that we're only going to see the firsts one time. And, you know, the firsts are awesome when we're looking at a new human. I truly enjoy, <laughs> for as much as I'm not a big fan of kids, um, I do love watching a new human explore the world for the first time with a sense of wonder and all the things. Um, but I think as parents, we hold on to those ideas that our baby is going to be our baby forever. And that's not true. And that's really hard for parents. It is very challenging for us to recognize that we have to say goodbye to our one-year-old and our two-year-old and our five-year-old. The first day of school, devastating for me. I literally cried like all day, just very sad. Uh, <laughs> and I cried when she went away to college. Um, and I am a crier as evidenced by, you know, the first five minutes of this video. <laughs> um, and I also recognize that she continues to evolve and grow and change. I continue to evolve and grow and change. Like that's part of how we do life. If it wasn't, then we would take things for granted. And so that is the contrast often that I talk about when we are approaching grief and change and growing because that contrast helps us to motivate to move forward. And so the goodbye, even though it's challenging, even though it's difficult, is an opportunity to grow. It is an opportunity for us to heal those parts of ourselves that we've been holding on to and, you know, just kind of being like, well, this is just who I am. No, it's not. I mean, it is if you choose to hold on to it. But if you choose to approach life differently and want healing and want growth, you're going to have to say goodbye. You're going to have to let it go. And the letting go is the most challenging thing for most human beings. Um, you know, we hold on to so many things. And so what I would challenge you to do is take a look around, you know, the environment that you're in right now and what can you let go of and be okay with? What can you say goodbye to and be okay with? Because I will tell you, having lost a whole bag while I was on my way from uh, Athens to Dublin, a whole bag with a lot of things in it, I was able to live without all of those things. And as I came back and did not have my own coffee frother, even though I thought that would be devastating, I was fine. I, you know, I held on to three uh, storage bins and uh, a footlocker of things and my whole life is fine. I did hold on to a lot of art. I'm not going to lie. Like my friends have my art in their house <laughs> because I think art is, art is beautiful and amazing. When I think about people being creative and creating art, it's kind of awesome because what they do is they capture a moment, right? In music, in theater, in painting, in sculpting, people work really hard from a creative place to capture a feeling 
to capture a moment and we're able to appreciate that, we have that same ability to hold on to a memory and be grateful that we had that moment, to be grateful that we had that opportunity to share space and time with each other and then let it go. And we do that every day. We do that in our, you know, goodbyes in the morning or goodnights or whatever. We are able to appreciate a moment because we don't know when we'll get another one or if we'll get another one. Wow, this grief and goodbye thing is dumb. Uh, <laughs> and it is an opportunity for us to be grateful for that goodbye because we never know when we're going to have it. Like, not anymore. Um, water. And what it does for me, having experienced grief very young, is it makes me really grateful for the people in my life. It makes me really grateful for the moments that I get. And so that's the gratitude and goodbye, is recognizing that contrast of, I cannot hold on to anything forever because I only have these hands and they're small. Uh, <laughs> but also being able to be receiving of the beautiful gifts that are in moments and then let them go. I have really great relationships with people because I choose to invest in people and I choose to invest in moments. I have really great clients who have all the Stella-isms in their head because they invested them themselves in this time and then they healed, they grew. They use the tools and skills and they have given <laughs> grace to themselves to be able to work past whatever old version of them was not helpful. And I, I'm really grateful. I'm really aware of the goodbye is necessary and it gives me an opportunity to continue to grow. It gives me an opportunity to continue to have moments with humans in as many different environments and situations as possible. And I don't hold on to any of them, hoarding them, you know, because I don't know when I'm going to have another one. I could, but that's not helpful to me and it's not helpful to them. And so I do recognize that the gift of goodbye is that, is recognizing I can be grateful for moments and I can reflect on memories of beautiful things that have happened and devastating things that have happened because those have also grown me. Um, but I do recognize that there is a tremendous gift in that goodbye. And, you know, if I get another day to be on the planet, my people know I love them because I do. <laughs> um, and I don't hoard my love. I, you know, as my friend has said, I have a great big heart but not abnormally large, just like regular large. <laughs> but I do have a lot of love to give. And I'm really giving a lot of that to myself now so I can let go and I don't have to hoard it. Um, I didn't realize that today was be, would be as emotional as it is, but it is, and that's fine. Um, I had a really cool opportunity when I was in Athens. Um, a friend came and stayed with me for three weeks. Um, and she was actually processing grief. And she said it was amazing to watch me process emotions because I allow myself to have feelings all over my face. Um, but she was able to learn how to do that and give herself grace. So I unabashedly 
have a lot of feelings and I am grateful to be able to process them here (laughs) on my podcast and on video on Instagram, but also just to be able to model for you that sometimes grief feels so overwhelming and devastating that people will shove it down and not feel it. And I did that for two years after my dad died, um, which was not helpful to me because I learned a lot of unhealthy, unhelpful coping skills in doing that. Um, but now I allow the feelings to come up and I allow myself to have them because they will not kill me. I have yet to be killed by a feeling. Uh, <laughs> I can't say that's true for other people. No, just kidding. Uh, I'm too cute for jail and definitely too pretty for the pinta. By the way, that is a sticker available at Lunax too. Just let me know if you're interested. Um, I do a lot of things with humor because I think, you know, life is funny and devastating at the same time. So that is your nugget today of the gift of goodbye um, and really working on being grateful for the moments that we have and the opportunities to embrace change, even when it's hard, even when it's devastating, even when it's painful. Because as you get more comfortable with detachment, as you get more comfortable with goodbyes, you also have the opportunity to add new things to your life, new experiences, new environments, new human beings you didn't even know could love you as much as they do. So that is your nugget. Um, So many feelings today, but I figured that was probably going to happen. I did invite my accountability buddy to join me today and she was like, oh, hell no, we are not doing grief on video. Give me a heads up next time. She will come on the podcast eventually. Anyway, that's your nugget. I'm going to say goodbye on video. I'm going to say goodbye on the podcast. Check it out. Um, I have been talking to former clients because they're coming back for checkups, which is amazing. And um, I am starting a new project process. I will announce that when it's ready. I do have a new workshop coming up on November 18th. Uh, We're going to do the holiday toolkit uh, for boundaries for those of you who are getting ready to go into holiday season and spend time with the titled people and entitled people and all the things. If you are in Albuquerque, you can check it out. It's November 18th at 10 a.m. in Albuquerque at Discovering Greatness. Um, It's going to be on all my social media platforms and all the things. But if you're interested in doing that, definitely let me know. I appreciate you too, Renee. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to all of my listeners all over the country and all over the world. I'm humbled to know that people watch me cry on the internet. Uh, Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) That people are listening and enjoying the podcast. Um, You know how to get a hold of me, Luna or lx2.cod.coach at gmail.com. Thank you to everybody who's watching. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Take care. All right. We have ended the video and we are going to end the podcast lx2.cod.coach at gmail. You can get me at Instagram, at TikTok, at Facebook, um, all of the places. Thank you again. And, um, you know, try to be grateful for goodbye. It's definitely difficult, but worth it. I'll talk to you soon.